All right. News Extra Time. Here we are yet again providing the news, the weekly news break. For those who miss CNN, Fox News, ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, Breitbart, HuffPost. Breitbart. Bart. Is it, what is it? Is it? Bright, Bright, Bart, Breitbart. Breitbart. Uh, yeah. Um, or wherever you decide to get your news. I mean, I like to think we're better. I've never got any news from Breitbart. Have either. you? No. I don't even know what that is. It's it's kind of like the crazy town Infowars. Uh, no, that was uh, that was the conservative. Uh, that was what's his name? Trump's. Yeah, uh, yeah you got it. Breitbart. Uh, so we had a State of the Union address this week. That was a. Uh, I guess that's newsworthy in the sense that it occurred. I, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't know what I think about it one way or another. You know what I do think about it? I fell asleep. I got sideways. Yeah, I had stuff going on with the family. I couldn't watch it. Me and Bill were watching it. Yeah, I saw some text messages going back and forth. Yeah, you know, I mean, I watched it. I've, I've, I've watched, I've always watched the president when he speaks. You know, I remember back sitting in my dad's lab watching Carter. And I remember whenever uh, Ronald Reagan took over as the president of the United States. I remember I was, for whatever reason, I was really sad. Like, I was sad to see Carter go. Not that I knew anything, because what, uh, what year was that? 80? 80. So yeah. I was, you know, I was five years old. You know what I mean? So I don't really know anything, but... For that the was your first, first president. First five years of my life, my first president, the yeah. president of the United States. And, and then I went into eight years of a very young, impressionable age of the Reagan. You yeah. know, I was upset about Reagan, but then next thing you know, it's like we were Reagan fans. You know, it's Red Dawn. You know, it was... It was Red it was, Dawn. Yeah. I remember, you know, that was Cold War. That mm-hmm. was, we were, we were, you know, frightened of that. So no matter whether I agree with the president or looked into the president, I have always watched the president speak. Anytime that I've heard that he's going to be on whatever, I'm going to watch it it, because I don't know why, I don't know why people wouldn't. I was talking, I was, I was working, I was talking to some vendors and he's like, Oh, I was on the face chat or whatever. And he's like, there's a people, are you watching? Are you watching president tonight? People were more no's. No, we're not watching. And and they were all kind of put it down. And I was just like, wow, that's, that's too bad. I thought it was pretty good speech. I I I liked it. I mean, I think if we, I I, try, I tried to think what I did see, and what I've now read since. Um, if you were to take the excerpt of that, or take the transcript of that, take it out of the contextual uh, situation we have right now, and look at it like in a book later, it wasn't a horrible speech. I mean, you know, he. he I didn't. He, yeah, I, I, he's got I some good goals. Much of it at yeah. all. Yeah. What were his goals? Like, what were some of the goals? Destroy what? socialism was one of them. Well, he, well, that's he fine. kind of brought that up on there. Yeah. He said that we're not socialists and we won't be socialists. But he's got, I mean, from the infrastructure, and that's one thing that I've always said that we do need from our government, and our infrastructure is old, and we have problems, and it needs to be taken care of. I'm down with that. I'm down with the money that he wants to give to AIDS research and going through to make it affordable for people to, to, to end this, which... You know, we've all seen Magic Johnson. The cure to AIDS is simple. It's money. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, that's really, you know, where that goes. I, I like that. I, I He didn't, you know, he does, he keeps wanting to say his bit of the wall. He didn't say there's going to be a whole wall. He, he says that we need to give money and elsewhere to, you know, mean or crossing other borders. So you think he's backing he off a little that, bit? I, I don't know if he's back. I don't know where he's back. No, he's not. He's going to end up closing down. He's going to shut the government down again. It's uh, what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to, I bet he does not. I bet he tries well, I, to declare an emergency. No, I, I think that, that don't will work. Fail. He, he didn't even, he didn't mention it or bring it up. So hopefully he's come around. That's, that's a bad move. You can't start doing that. Presidents can't just start doing emergency, emergency, emergency. That's the next thing you're going to get. And everything's an emergency. I agree. Once one starts going down that road. So I, yeah, I would I really don't think he should do that. I think that they should get to work and do their job. I agree with all that. I, I think <laughs> if he's playing a big picture strategy game with this government shutdown slash wall slash relationship with the Dems, if I'm advising him on that strategy game, I would say shut down the government if they don't come to the table. Um, you, you've offered a concession here. You've offered to be uh, conciliatory, I suppose, by saying, all right, you said you wouldn't negotiate until the government is reopened. Now it's reopened. You're still not negotiating. You're still saying the same thing, so I'm just going to shut the government down. Now you're going to say you're not, not going to negotiate until it's opened up again. Well, I did that once. You're not doing it again. I'm not saying I agree that the government ought to be shut down. I'm not even saying I'm, I'm agreeing that everybody's right or wrong about the wall, but if I'm if, if he's going to play out the chess game, that, that seems like the way he should do it. Yeah. Um, or he declares if, emergency and then runs for cover when the courts don't let him do it. 
Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm if I'm defending Trump, um, it, it seems like he had that goal when he was trying to get elected, and he got elected on that platform. So I think he's trying to be different than some of the other promises other presidents have made to say, hey, you elected me on this platform. I'm going to do what it takes to get it done. Don't you think that's sort of I, what he's doing? Which can't, I can't fault I can't, him for I can't, that. I can't argue that. Except, because he is going through and doing what... He, I mean, I might not agree with it, but I can't fault him He's for, achieving a number of things that he, he claimed were going to happen, have been happening. So I'm sure he would like to go through with it on, on the end of this right here. Except he didn't do it two years ago. And I, I don't know what he the, was. Then I don't know. At one point, I was, I was watching was. it and I was texting back and forth with Bill. And uh, I said, uh, at one point, I was like, this is this is 2009. This is Barack Obama. I was like, this is like, is he, you know, because they always say people copyright back and forth. I was like, who wrote this? And I was like, man, he's doing that now. He's going to say that now so that these people won't stand and applaud. This is opinion here, in my opinion. And then you'll be able to replay the reaction of the same people when it was said through in, you know, Barack Obama 2008. Uh, and then I was flipping through after I watched the rebuttal and I watched everything. I'm flipping through and I think it was Hannity. He had it on there and he started showing this clip, 2008, 2009, of, and it was Obama. of Obama. And he was pretty much saying the same thing and their reactions. And I was like, well, so That's yeah, part of, part of the speech was him drawing, was, was, was clips for his uh, for his ads that are going to be coming on 2020. I mean, literally, I think I looked at it and saw ads being recorded as they were being played. That's oh, yeah. that's politics. That's what yeah, you do. That's, I mean, that's, guess, that's, yep. that's, that's, that's the thing. Yep. All right. Well, did a bunch of the Dem women wear white? They did. They did. In order to support or uh, to make a statement about women's suffrage, I think, which as far as I can tell is not in question anymore, is it? Is it, nobody's advocating for that, but no, I, I'm not. Nobody's I'm, advocating for what they obviously were advocating for. It, they wouldn't have worn white, right? No, but nobody's trying to take away women's suffrage. I mean, was that the thing? I mean, I don't know what it was. I'm not, about. I don't know what it I was. didn't read enough about it, but I didn't either. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was something more. I don't. I don't. It. it I got. I, I will say this though: Why women weird. lawmakers wore white to the State of the Union by wearing they, they had, suffrage white? They the had hashtag faces. S-O-T-U, Nancy Pelosi was not happy every time he said something that she had to applaud to. And she would go through her paperwork. She's sitting there looking at the speech, and she was like, hold it. I don't think that was in here. Or she's checking facts and looking for yeah. things to come We're through. We're sending a message to everyone that voted for at House Democrats and delivered us the majority that were working, hashtag, for the people, promoting the economic security of women and their families. Yeah. I mean, I can't say it's a bad cause. It, it just seemed like it didn't seem like a a real direct statement one way or another. But either way, on to more important news, guys. Costco is going to be the first major retailer to stop selling Roundup. So those of you who are worried about the alleged carcinogen Roundup, I don't even say if it's alleged. I just don't know one way or another, so I'm not taking a position on it. Um, Costco is not going to sell it anymore. So if you guys want to kill your weeds and you want to buy it cheaply at Costco, uh, you're screwed. You got to go to Sam's Club. Just because there's been so many uh, genetic modifications, so to speak, with people that have been in contact with well, Roundup. It's, a, it's agreed to remove Roundup and all other herbicides containing glyphosate yeah. from its shelves, according to Moms Across America. The anti-GMO awareness group petitioned Costco, Lowe's, and Home Depot to stop selling the products. After the recent Johnson versus Mon Monsanto cancer verdict was upheld, the case set the precedent for thousands of other cases against the company, claiming that uh, exposure to Roundup caused non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. There you go. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, uh, it says here, lawyers are awesome. They really uh, <laughs> set awesome policy and practice, and without the free market of tort lawyers, we would never have such changes. Uh Monsanto is now going to capitulate. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, what happened here is, and th there is some, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I, there is some feeling behind that statement, which is I do firmly believe that if you have the free market challenging and filing lawsuits and pursuing cases against companies and or products that have been distributed, uh, that actually has some benefit. I know there was a time when tort reform was all the rage, and everybody was like, oh, those trial lawyers, it was Republican, it was Bush. It's just those trial lawyers that are causing all these problems. When really there is a solution, or there actually is some good that happens, like now perhaps Roundup will not be a product. Now, you know you know who did not have to do that? 
the FDA, the federal government, because the, the market worked. Now, it may not have worked fast enough, but uh, anyway, that's my two cents. Is it on the feds to protect us from something like that? Uh, perhaps, but what if the market can do it? I mean, if you've got, if you eliminated, tort, if you created tort reform, here's my, here's my soapbox. If you, if you eliminated an, the right to actually pursue a product liability case in a, in an amount that would mean something. Millions. Millions or billions or whatever it would be. Um, then the only other recourse would be government action. Now, I would contend, and I think I would challenge anybody here at the table to cite me a really, really efficient government uh, department that is streamlined, effective, quick, and not subject to political debacle. Well, I don't think that Europe allows Roundup. So there, when they tested the product, they noticed some of these issues, and they said you can't. Yeah, I don't know that for sure, but I, but that's Round what out. that's what I've heard. See, the problem yeah. is though. Say, so why did so why did our government do its own? I mean, obviously, it's got to be approved by the FDA. It's been around forever, and then say well, I don't know if it's an FDA approval. I don't know. Right. Is there a government department that's designed to go find out stuff like that? Well, if there is, then it would be subject to the political influence of those who have an interest. Big in folks around up, up like big tobacco, table. big roundup. So if you want to, here's my thing: if you hate big companies, let the lawyers go sue them. Mm. And that will change policy. Anyway. Uh, it will change policy. It will. When you sue these big companies. It's sort of like getting attacked by a mountain lion, which a man apparently was out in Colorado. But sometimes it's Dude, a he did oh, yeah. some jujits on him. Oh, uh, yeah. Mountain lion. He kicked it. He's a jujitsu guy. Yeah. And he, I think he killed it. I thought it was, I didn't think, I thought I heard he that did. story that I thought it was, a, I thought it was a wolf or a coyote. No, no, no. He, a mountain lion? This guy. This guy took on a mountain lion? And one. A trail yeah, runner in Colorado yeah, yeah. kills a mountain lion in self-defense. I mean, I you know, look, <laughs> PETA aside, this is the people, like, yeah. the people against uh, whatever it is. So what is PETA? I'm, I'm totally drawing a blank. Anyway. They're, they're for animals' rights. PETA yeah, is yeah. protection. The protection. People for I'm something. I'm looking it up. I mean, oh, I, no. I, I'm drawing it. To, now we're all going to feel it. Those guys don't even know what PETA is. All right. To me, it's something you put we in know the, the taco is. shell, right? So anyway, you, uh, uh, this guy's attacked. Um, a runner killed a mountain lion in self-defense. The animal attacked him along a trail in northern Colorado on Monday afternoon. The unarmed man heard something behind him on the West Ridge Trail out at Horsetooth Mountain open space in Fort Collins. He was attacked as he turned around. The mountain lion lunged at him, biting his face and his wrist, according to the press. Uh, the runner broke free from the cougar's powerful maw and defended himself, killing the wildcat as a result. The man was then able to get him to get himself to a local hospital where he was treated for serious but not life-threatening injuries. The runner did everything he could to save his life. Um, this is the Colorado Parks and Wildlife. To save the cat's life? I think his own. Uh, oh. In the event of a lion attack, you need to do anything in your power to fight back, just as this gentleman did. So I guess the pros are at least... Telling or making, giving the impression. Sounds that like he cool. pulled guard jujitsu style and choked it out, huh? Uh, I guess he smothered it somehow. Hold on, so it was a juvenile mountain lion. Imagine if that's a big one. You know, I don't know. I can't say any mountain yeah. lion attack is a good one, but PETA is people for the ethical treatment of animals. That's right. That's right. All right. Yeah. Um, mountain lion attacks are not common in Colorado, I guess, but uh, this guy apparently uh, was able to deal with it, and even because. Well, hold on a second. Will reopen. They're going to reopen the mountain. Uh, fewer than twenty people have died. So anyway, I, I don't know what I, I, I would like to think I could defend myself against a mountain lion, but I, I cannot give myself sharp claws. That's and, what I was thinking, man. They could his sharp claws, really sharp claws. And I guess what he did is he smothered it somehow. So he got his jacket over the thing and just held it down and smothered it. I mean, I don't know how big the thing was. I don't think it's. It, does it say here? It was a juvenile, whatever that means. Size wise, it was I guess. a big. It was a big one. The big, big, Jerry, big, big one. Biggest mountain lion I've ever seen. So that's in the news. I think that's good. And Jeff, I think this one is a good one for you. Um, it turns out that a machete-wielding trucker uh, shuts down a highway through Mississippi. So he pulled his car, car over and wielded his machete? Well, no, he's a trucker. It sounds like he was driving a load, an 18-wheeler or something. An interstate, an, an interstate highway through Mississippi was shut down for hours after a truck driver armed with a machete yeah, he wouldn't this, get out of the truck. He was still inside the truck with a machete. 
Yeah, he sparked a standoff with the police. Yeah. But Just like throwing it, showing it through the glass. Like, dude. So and they were like, man, we check can't out play this with blade. That. Yeah. They're like, that's just like the one Jeff got for Christmas. Yeah. They're like, we ain't messing with it. Is that the Bear Grylls one? All right. So that thing's sharp, dude. So this guy's driving his truck. The Highway Patrol said there were no injuries, but the situation began shortly after 9 a.m. when authorities in Alabama gave chase to an 18 wheeler after a report from a truck stop about the 18 wheeler in, or Ann. I don't even know if they got the same 18 wheeler, but. After a report that an 18-wheeler intentionally struck an ambulance on Interstate 10, uh, they told inve- EMS told investigators they saw the tractor trailer driving recklessly and they contacted the cops. Uh, when the emergency personnel approached, the driver got angry and would veer toward them, causing damage to the ambulance. So that he's actually trying to run. It looks like he's trying to run an ambulance off the road before this happens. So this is a guy. Now, now I'm starting to think maybe I shouldn't have gotten you a machete for Christmas. This is a very dangerous weapon. Yeah, I'm going to keep it safe, though. I'm going to keep it. I got I got my wits about me. I'm going to use it only in certain circumstances. You have respect. Now, if somebody machete. wants to come up in the crib, machete's machete fair game, time. dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I, yeah, it's dangerous. I don't know if I you're responsible enough. This morning, old Steve's out back there burning yearbooks. I saw you got the lot, dude. I was like, yeah, no, I was out in the lot. Isn't that killer? That's great. I'm like, what are you doing? He's burning his yearbooks. Like you can get rid of all that evidence, man. Other people got your books. So I mean, when is <laughs> when, when is when is the cutoff? When is the deadline on know. your books? At one point in time, we're gonna have to be like ninety five. I know. All right, like anything after ninety five, you shouldn't have done it. You should know yeah. by then. Or, or I don't know. Is there a year? Or is, is who's gonna draw this? I know you're going this, and I will just say that stuff happened when I was a kid. I remember one of my friends went as um, Scotty Pippen. And well, we didn't look at it as racist. No, he, it was he a tribute didn't. to Scotty Pippen. Yeah, he liked Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, and he you know was what I mean? down. And so he wore the jersey. Well, who's and, the who was the Fox News reporter? She left and went to uh, mainstream media. What was her name? Uh, Trump would always spar with her. Oh, uh, good looking Kelly or Kelly? Uh, oh, was it Kelly? No, I can't remember. Megan. Megan. Kelly. Megan. Megan Kelly. Kelly that's yeah. Well, she got sideways one time because she was on some panel discussion that was talking about the Halloween costumes and whether it was cool to dress up like a black hero or black i mean and i think everybody anybody would agree that if you put blackface on and run around like with a noose around your neck and a kk oh, I mean, if, yeah. if you're doing that yeah, that's that is good. clearly racist i mean there's no getting there's no getting around it but i think she took the position that um well look if i'm just like dressed up like Jimi hendrix for instance and i'm carrying a guitar around and that's my halloween costume i i guess she said that, that she didn't see it as a big deal. Now, she later retracted that and apologized because she got so much backlash out of it. And I was thinking to myself, is that, do I really care? I mean, why would that matter to That's, me? I mean, like, so, why so should the, the, old, old Ralph, the Ralph, Ralph, yeah, yeah. Ralph Northam. Yeah. So his was, was a KKK one, though. Well, wasn't it? here's, he messed up in multiple ways. Starting out, he, this he is Virginia. Said, he, yeah, he apologized. Yeah. The governor of Virginia. Yeah, he apologized. Virginia. He said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, that one of those were me. I don't know which one. And then he was like, after further investigation, wasn't me. You know? I was, didn't wasn't inhale. Me. I uh, didn't inhale. Wasn't okay. me. I don't know who put this together. These The other pictures were all me. That one wasn't me. And so, that, and then whenever he started talking about, they're like, well, have you ever done it? And he was like, I went to a dance competition, and I put some 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 on my face. There's some shoe polish. And then they asked him, me and Shorty were watching it. They're like, do you, do, do you know how to do the moonwalk? And he's like, yeah, I do the moonwalk. They're like, can you still do the moonwalk? He starts to look with dead intent in his eye that he's ready to cut the moonwalk uh-huh. right in front of his, because this is uh, this is days back now, and he had a press conference, and his wife grabs him and says, not a good circumstance. You know, like, no, don't be doing the moonwalk. Right, bad time for moonwalk. So, A, he shouldn't have said that he dressed up but then again he went as michael jackson he wasn't going as well this now, one they showed. I, maybe it was after the pepsi commercial and he had the fried hair and they misunderstood that or something i don't yeah i don't All know right. where i stand on this because if somebody is truly offended then i don't want to just knowingly no. do something to offend i mean he's a doctor a person he's but a i will say this he's he's done a lot i have laughed in those scenarios when it was the reverse i remember the Chappelle show did the oh, the white and black draft yeah, you know what i mean and the, dave dave dressed up as he, he made his skin as white yeah, as he could he make it he did one where he was he was the, the leader the, of the the KKK. white, the white yeah, black supremacist. At the that end too. of it, yeah. he divorced his wife because she was a lover. 
So yeah. maybe that's just because and he's I mean, in the comedian platform, and this is well, a person do that's an elected official. Could I don't, he do that now? Well, no, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he could. Know. Maybe he couldn't. It's still funny. They still were able to replay it. So you know, there's got to be a deadline or something on here because the the picture was like 1984. If you'd have seen something like that in 84, 74, you know, it, it would have been pushed off the side. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. And there's got to be, you know what I mean, at one point, because let's talk about really why this came out, personal opinion again yeah. here. Uh, he was going forward with new abortion. I mean, this, we're okay, going to so tackle that, abortion sooner or later, but this is, but yeah. That is where this information came out. There was people that were, he was what not. Is he, what does he this, want? Well, it was. He wants a ban abortion? No. no. Virginia is proposing a law that would permit abortion all the way through birth, oh, really, yes. in the birth okay. canal. I, I remember I mean, hearing about this, and and it he was he was getting interviewed about whether he would veto it or not, and and what his thought was on it, and everybody's gotten sideways. They're like, for any reason that the mother might be uh, have her physical or mental health impacted, they can uh, abort the baby or quote abort the baby. I would call that something different, probably at this point, but uh, but any time. Okay. Now, here's so he at. did an interview, and he and he was he was backing the bill. And the very next day, guess what? Guess yeah. what comes out? Look at this yearbook. Somebody here. found. So okay. it's you know it's not even about that photo. I mean, look, is he it's, a, is he a racist? Because he he was I mean, who knows? But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know him. I don't I, I can't. You, but this information isn't new. This, this yearbook's been out since 1984, and he was stepping aside where some people needed to get him smeared down. Yeah. They, that that is that sure. Once again, it's an opinion. I it's dare you to take a political position that might be against what other people don't like or like or don't like, and they're going to come after you with guns blazing. Both sides are doing it now. It's it's a, it's a, it's rough out there. Well, you know, and then you look at it, and it's like, well, it's a Southern Democrat thing. You don't understand. Yeah, I guess because if you date it back and you started looking at oh yeah, in no, these I years, guess, but... it's it's gonna you're gonna find anybody that comes from a, a Southern area, you're gonna start to find. You know things that you want. You know, if you just Google it on the internet, you can find all kinds. Here's what I would like to think. Here's what I would like to think. If our leaders, or whoever, if you're looking for the, if you're looking for our president, our leaders, our Congress, whoever it is, to be your moral guiding force. If I happen not to do that, I don't look to my government for my moral guidance. In fact, maybe I couldn't look away farther than the government for my moral guidance. But anyway. Uh, if you're looking for that, you would like somebody, or whether it's a government entity or perhaps whoever you might champion as your moral compass, to say, why don't we just assess this for what it is? I mean, if this were something that uh, happened long ago and was acceptable in that culture, but not this one, perhaps it's a learning opportunity to say, look, look at this crazy stuff we did back then. That would be offensive now, so I don't do it anymore. Or at least look into it and find out, is this guy really a true, hardcore, racist uh, guy who would just soon lynch people than, uh, than do whatever? Or is it just like, all right, I didn't quite understand the significance of what I was doing in my high school days, uh, and now I understand completely why that would be offensive. What was his college yearbook? Or college days. It's like, you know, we do, Jeff, we deal with this all the he time. He talks about knows. beer. He likes beer, too. He likes beer. And, uh, and, and Kavanaugh got hit with the yearbook. Yeah. And now people are putting themselves more at risk if they ever want to go further in life oh, with all of the all the stuff, all of the social media that Facebook was, you know, and I was just showing Jeff here. I saw this. Somebody posted this picture of a younger Hillary Clinton and there's the rebel flag, Confederate flag in the back. And they're saying things. And I started thinking to myself, she's young in that photo. Who knows where that photo is taken at? It could have been a library. She was from Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, so you can't just say, well, then she was promoting it too. No, she had her photo taken and it was in the background yeah. and it was in an era and a time where, where she lived. Yeah. There's probably multiple photos with her. Not like she planted those flags. They're not like they put them out there, but he was from Virginia, you know, and then he, that's, that was the capital of the Look, Southern, the, the Southern Confederate. So they do have a deep history there yeah so if he went to college there would you know i mean because the one guy the clan guy i mean it's it's a bad photo to put into a yearbook really but well it's difficult when you're looking back on like an 18 year old self like i'm certainly not the person i was when i was 18 my no. opinions have changed come... my attitudes have changed on things and and jared you just had maybe the best point that i hadn't thought about until just now 
it was actually put in the yearbook. There was an editor who decided this was cool for the yearbook. And whether this guy was this guy or a different guy, somebody thought the context of that picture was okay for the yearbook, which tells me either A, it was a completely racist institution that promoted all sorts of awful things, B, uh, it was just ingrained in the culture that nobody even gave it a, a thought one way or another, uh, which is sort of like A, or maybe C, there was another context to it that uh, doesn't have the the same intended meaning that people are giving it now. Uh, either way, I think it at least deserves a little bit of investigation before people are drawing conclusions about this guy's character on something he did at 18, 19 years old in college. Uh, it's like if you did something as a juvenile, everybody think right now the dumbest thing you did as a juvenile, the dumbest thing you ever said as a juvenile, and that came out now through some omnipotent media force that wants to take you down uh, by the ankles, then what would that be? And do you think it would be fair to judge who you are now based on that? And I think most of us have something like that in our past, and most of us would say, no, that's not fair at all. I don't know enough about him. I'm sure that I see differences in the way that he, the policies he wants to go with and believes in. But one thing that I would have to say to him is don't quit. Don't quit. Yeah, look, I disagree I mean, with this don't guy. Quit. What did he, I mean, there's, there's no laws, there's no way that he can pull up a picture from 1984 and say that you have to quit being the governor. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I disagree with this guy politically and on then, a lot of stuff, and here we are. And they got like, a new scandal that's going on with the lieutenant governor that would take over there. I don't know exactly what it is, but I heard some clip bit on that, too. Some, who knows. But, like, when they had Al Frank, was Al Franken? He was uh, from Minnesota there. They, they had him quit. He quit. Uh, he shouldn't have quit. Once again, I don't know that I back him all the way, but he was on a, you know, I mean, he was on the, doing a comedy tour, the USO tour, and some other comedian fell asleep in a plane. He did the tune in Tokyo, and they took a picture, and, and he got it all tuned in, and, and once again, they have become a, a big party of morality. I mean, you've got to yeah. really... You, and the, the more Everybody. they step at a Tom, uh, they're, and they're putting it on each other. Yeah. You know, and they better watch out. Yeah, you can't always, it wouldn't be fair to judge anybody what they do in their 18. For instance, uh, young Zamarcius Scott, who wanted to go see Famous Dex. Apparently a concert. Uh, he didn't have uh, any transportation, so he just thought, I will go steal a plane and fly to Chicago from Texarkana, and uh, then I can see the show. Now, it, I guess he didn't... Plane, do we know whose plane he stole? It was an American Eagle jet at the Texarkana Regional <laughs> Airport, and he had hoped to fly to an out-of-state concert to see rapper Famous Dex. The airport security called the police after they say they saw Scott jumping a fence uh, to get onto the airport property. Uh, it turns out he has no training as a pilot. He said he told... How old is this kid? 18. Um, he told investigators he thought piloting the plane would involve little more than just pushing buttons and pulling levers. Uh, in December, he was found, <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently in December guts, he man. was found competent to stand trial. He allegedly told a psychologist. Oh, to somebody sat him down and said, "Are you even uh, competent?" Yeah, well, he is apparently. He's been yeah. mulling over a plane theft idea for a month or so, and that he'd kept his eyes on that plane for from the other side of the fence for hours before making his move in the early morning hours of Independence Day. Wanted to be, uh, wanted to be sure. How did he know he was going to fly exactly where he wanted to go? Video games. Video games? Right. Yeah, you know, my kids, they have flight, they, they play these flight simulator games. They're pros. I'm sure they can go fly a plane. Probably. Maybe. At least they might think so. They might think so. Films. Yeah. I've seen my father start aircrafts before. I've seen him start different helicopters. And there's a whole checklist. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, it's not just you turn the key, fire it yeah. up. All right, boys. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's do get, it. Let's roll out. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, but there's, I'm sure there's simulators that you could run through that would show you the program of, of, of the way to start a plane, yeah. uh, that model that uh, of what you need there. I'm, I mean, I've got a friend who got his pilot's license and he started practicing with a simulator. Yeah. I think, you know, I'm trying to computer. pull this out of my head. I think that there was a pilot that for the, the fire documentary, fire festival, yeah. there's a moment in that movie where that pilot says the same thing. So he was flying those dudes over there in little private planes for them to check out the site. And he was like, yeah, this is my eighth time flying the plane. And I learned through flight, flight simulator. I got my license through flight, flight simulator to do, actually do this. It's like, 
dude. Like all these guys were like, dude, this guy's got his eighth time flying this plane. <laughs> well, if he was stressed out, he could have bought some pot. And uh, it turns out in Ohio it's getting cheaper, they predict. Uh, so as of, uh, I think, last week or earlier this week, uh, they, the price was reportedly at $453 per ounce. They expect it to drop significantly over the next months as more new dispensaries open to meet the growing demand. I would think that this is a substance that will have constant demand. Um, and then there, the only issue is how much supply can be provided. And if you're looking to sort of have control over the price, as we do with lots of things in this world, uh, you would maybe limit demand and uh, increase the price. But 453 per ounce, if you're going to go buy it on the fair market. Gotcha. What would that cost on the black market? I guess nobody here would know. Ow. I don't know. Well, speaking of having some money to go buy weed, did you guys see this bet that somebody placed on the Super Bowl? My Rams, my prediction of the Rams was wrong. You predicted Brady, the Rams. Brady pulls it out again, but this dude put a $250 bet down that the Rams would only score three points, and he was awarded with $100,000. So at he bet $250 mm -hmm. on so three points. So he must have got, yeah. Wow. 30 to 1 odds or something. I can't do that math. That's why I went to law school. Yep. But so he takes home a cool $100,000 from the... What did you guys think? Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? I did not. I didn't watch the Super Bowl either. I did not watch That's the, the first time in years. I confess that what we did was not watch the Super Bowl but recorded it for the opposite reason that people record everything else. You doing commercials? Not to fast forward through the commercials, but to fast forward parts of the game through so the I game. get to the commercials. Mm -hmm. That lasted me about a half an hour, and then I was snoozing. That's crazy that we all three didn't watch it. My wife was like, my family were texting me, uh, you know, just updates on the Can game, commercials. It? Can you believe that? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my wife texted every, everyone back in this group text and said, if it's not somebody holding a golf club or somebody getting choked out with an arm and neck choke that I'm not interested in it. And that's what I'm getting to. Football for me anymore, I'll, I'll take it or leave it. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess college football I was into for a long time in my adult life. I would love to watch Ohio State play and really follow it in the last two or three years. Not so much. Yeah. Antiques Roadshow. I like that show. I like, I like, I would, rather, I would much rather watch Antiques Roadshow. I, I'm spending all my time like researching any, news any stories for, for lawyer talk. <laughs> right. Well, here, here, and then here, once here. a dude had the dude, Maroon 5 dude had his shirt off and everybody's all up in arms about that too. Well, I did see that. They were like, this, uh, like, whatever. Why, why can he do it? But women can't. Oh yeah. Because, uh, and because of the malfunction, it? because of oh, the Jackson. malfunction. I didn't well, think. Well, in, 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 in any way you look at it, off. trust me, I'm, I'm going to say that the vote probably around the bench is, is, is up. For Janet Jackson topless, other than Maroon 5. Topless. I would much rather see Janet Jackson I'm down topless. With it, and I, I've got nothing against it. No, I look. I, it, if, nothing. Actually, don't in Columbus, I do believe that women you, can walk around topless. Yeah, there is the Mo the Lawn topless case. Yeah. Yes, there is uh, right here in Columbus. First I don't see a lot of them walks around I don't naked. see a lot of them taking advantage of this. No. I mean, it was given. I What's do, the one where people walk around Comfest, naked? At Confest. Yeah, they yeah, take yeah. advantage there. I've never gone there. Yeah, it's I all. Mean, it's everywhere. Well, there's definitely topless, topless females. Okay. You know, I guess on, on the in the in the heart of the matter, I don't really care if a woman wants to take off her top, I don't care. her bottom, or whatever. And I certainly don't think we need a whole lot of government intervention into that problem. Prefer, uh, unless it becomes, unless prefer, it does become, preferred if dudes are wearing bottoms. You know, if you're that. if you're gonna, yeah, exactly. If you unless it's gonna become distracting or cause other uh, issues in traffic or you know, it's like then you got. If you ever see a naked guy running at you, follow that man because something bad is coming. I'm just <laughs> saying, if uh, he's running, run. you better get right behind him because so that is gonna I, definitely I, be fear. I'd, I'd be next to him. Be next to him. Uh, yeah. So apparently there was a. Uh, some guy's roommate, or he, this guy was taking pain pills. Um, did, did everybody see this one? He was taking uh, pain that, pills. That's pretty broad. Someone stroke. was, <laughs> someone was uh, taking pain pills, and the guy realized that his pain pills were disappearing. Oh, I did see this. And it turns out that he set up a camera, like a secret camera, and caught his roommate taking his pain pills. So you know, his his, his roommate obviously had an opiate addiction or something. Uh, what did he do? Did he go tell the police? Nah. Poison? Close. Excellent.
Oh, so no. Yep. He, he puts X-Lax into, he switches the pills with X-Lax. Yep, I saw this. And, um, you know, I guess an arrest warrant says Emery is seen on film. Emery's the thief, the pill thief. Taking two pills last Thursday, the police say Emery told them he threw the pills out once he realized they were something else. I wonder how he realized that. Uh, he is now charged with petty theft and probation violation tied to previous possession charges. So we sort of make light of the fact this guy's probably got an opiate addiction, um, but it does open up some lawyer talk doors. All right. Um, he was accused only of petty theft for stealing the pills. Now, uh, why is that? Well, maybe it's because if you steal somebody's other pills, like if I take your opiates that have been prescribed to you, now I'm in possession of a narcotic or a controlled substance, that would become felonious. Um, if I, and in an Ohio, if I were to sell you like, Hey dude, you want to buy some of my pills, man? And then I switch it with X-lax and, and portray them as opiates. It's a crime. It, it's a serious, it's a, it's, it's more akin to selling the actual drugs than not. You can be prosecuted for selling fake drugs. I've had, you know, where I've had this come up a lot is, um, steroids, um, especially around the Arnold events. Sometimes Ripping the roids, man. People sell you fake roids and, you know, you end up getting prosecuted for it. But anyway, this guy has uh, the other lawyer talk thing. Looks like he was already on probation. So now there'd be a probation violation, some other problems. But, That's where it really get hit. It's the probation violations. Yeah. So we used to, you know, people talk about being on paper, having time on the shelf or whatever it would be. That basically means that you've been in trouble before and some judge told you better watch out. If you get in trouble again, you're going to go back to jail for the time that I suspended. So you hear a sentence that says, uh, I'm going to hereby sentence you to six months in jail. And I'm going to suspend that sentence. How many times have you heard that? Of course, your, your clients, the clients just panic. It's like I've now sent you to 180 days in jail. What? And you get some judges who really play it up. Like yeah. I, I've been out at, at counties where judges say, the court accepts your plea of guilty and hereby finds <clears throat> you guilty of a felony of the fifth degree. The court will impose a sentence of 12 months in the Department of Rehabilitation and Correction. The court will then suspend that sentence, yeah. <laughs> or sometimes they go through oh. more. The court hereby finds that you were subject yeah. to, you know, they go through all this stuff, and then they but suspend But they let you know what's on the shelf. Then they say, I'm going to suspend that sentence for a four-year period or three-year period of community control, I think probation, uh, and as terms and conditions of your community control, you may not steal your roommate's pills, X-lax or otherwise. And if you do, I will impose a sentence of 12 months in the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction. So, but it's not automatic. You still get a chance to go in, defend yourself, have a hearing, offer some evidence about why you should be treated with mercy and not go back to jail. I'm an addict. I'm an addict. I need help. I need this. I need that. Whatever it is. Um, Give me house arrest, rehab. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Anyway, so what else we got? I got one. Um, this is interesting because it took a weird turn this afternoon, or I guess yesterday. Um, Takashi sixty nine. Do you guys know this rapper? No. Takashi sixty nine. I don't know anything about uh, his music. Six by nine, isn't it? Oh, is it six by nine? Six by nine. I'm pretty sure. Okay. He, is, is he the one that got busted for the drugs and the guns? Dude, and... he's busted. He's busted hard. But now are they going to deport him? I don't know. Twenty one. There's another guilty to nine counts. An alleged oh, deal. Yes. Snoop Dogg called him out, called him a rat. Well, that's what I'm getting at. So this said, the Fed said the conspiracy charge related to him involved multiple acts of murder, robbery, and extortion. What came out yesterday was that all of his former cohorts are scrambling now, Steve, because they think he's a snitch. So, and there's a number of other lawyers yeah, involved higher protection now. for his mother. They're scrambling to keep themselves safe after it was revealed the hip-hop star sang like a canary while in federal custody. The Blast obtained a letter filed on February 1st by Takashi's former manager and co-defendant, Shoddy. Shoddy wants to inform the court that Takashi's lawyer, Lance Lazario, also represented Shoddy. So we got this, like, conflict of interest thing going on, too. Shoddy, who's now represented by Jeffrey Lichtman. Does anybody know who that is? El Chapo's lawyer. Oh, yeah, we didn't bring that up. He's That's going down. Saying, El Chapo's that. lawyer. Chop, chop. So this is all getting sideways, but I thought it was interesting to bring up, Steve, because in federal court we have the, what section is that for the re reduction? Five. Oh, a 5K1. 5K1, Under yeah. the United States Sentencing Guidelines, which are now advisories we've discussed in previous shows, 
you can go plead guilty to a crime, and there is sometimes mandatory sentencing under the guidelines. Um, and uh, if you go provide substantial assistance or cooperation to the federal government, then they can file a request under Section 5K1 of the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines to have your sentence reduced at a to a level below the guidelines around here. If you get, it's usually 30s or so percent around here is not by written rule, but just more by practice. I've had it uh, very little. I've had a lot of breaks. I've had different things. It just opens up the door for a so better a, sentence. A snitch reduction. So if you're a snitch, you get you get a reduction for it. Now, you know, a lot of the cartel guys talking about El Chapo, it's like those guys don't snitch. You know, there's, there's a lot of those guys who just won't snitch because <laughs> they won't just, you know, they're afraid of well, the cartels killing them, yeah, their family, and their dog, you know. Cut everyone's head off. It's a better choice off. not to Staple your for dog their family. Or, that's what I was thinking. They got the El Chapo trial going on right now. Like, you're called for jury for that. It's like, uh, Your Honor, I'd, I'd rather not. And they'd be like, why not? And be like, El Chapo? <laughs> really? I'm just, that's, that right there is going to be my he's main, kind of become my main like reason. A fit, uh, are you like, you can buy me, an man? Sh- I'm going to tell you. I mean, that, No, you can buy an El Chapo shirt now. And people are well, like wearing it like right. it's cool. Well, it's it's sure. like the Teflon Don, it's man. Like, this is it. <laughs> well, that's what I wonder. I wonder what he's going to... I mean, because they've got like everything. You know what I mean? It's like, here's all of the evidence you want and a little bit more. And then well, more how do you things not keep find out. How do you There's get a biased juror out of that? I mean, how do you? And then are they... Can they, and I, I, I heard on the news that they are escorted out to their homes. I don't know if their homes is where their home is, if they actually go home and back because there was some new information that got leaked out through the media. They were really worried that the jury had heard about it. And so they found out that they didn't. They had questioned everybody. Both attorneys went through to find out if they had heard this new information, something about him hooking up with 14-year-olds. And they're like, no, they haven't. So I was like, how is, are, is their identity being hidden? I mean, this guy had tunnels built with motorbikes in it and just, I mean, billions yeah, I of, mean, I mean, and, and, and. Does he have, does anybody doubt that he would have the access to the means to go cause a juror harm? Well, that's probably his main defense right now. No really, matter what, that's probably his focus because they a got lot the of evidence. The jurors on there be like this, you know what, dude's totally guilty, but I think that he may have seen me. So I'm going to say, not guilty. I didn't see in the jury instruction, Your Honor, <laughs> about my fear for my safety if I convict this guy. Or I didn't see anything about the million-dollar check that was anonymously drafted and delivered to me with the condition that I'm either going to find him not guilty and accept the check, or if I find him guilty, I'm going to die. So I didn't see that in the jury instructions. Do, am I still allowed to vote not guilty? And one other thing, there's that guy over there. That's, that's Jared. He used to sell me pulled pork sandwiches. <laughs> right. I'm no hit no. for the phone. <laughs> well, while you're in jail, it turns out, they are now starting to collect. So if Chapo ends up in the in jail in New York, uh, uh, Florida, Travis County, Texas, they are taking samples of your voice. Mm. And they are using that to track things. In a review of the contracting la, documents la, identified. La, la, la. Yeah, I wonder if they're just like looking for talent for like uh, the best in the world. I saw that the other day. Uh, in a review American of contracting. Now there's this new show called like the very best of the world or something like that. It's just a, like a another talent show type the thing. The voice. Yeah. Um, so basically other jurisdictions have acquired similar voice print capture capabilities uh, and what they're doing is they're capturing a print of your voice and I guess putting it in a database and using it for identification purposes. And, you know, I guess it's particularly alarming, they add, that technology's use in prisons can ensnare people beyond their walls. Why am I giving up my rights? Because I am receiving a call from somebody who has been convicted of a crime. Now, these are people who are getting called, uh, like collect or otherwise, from the jail. Now, their voices are also getting uh, grabbed. I guess this is sort of like my answer to that would be, well, when you go to the airport, you sort of know that you're going to have to go through a metal detector or go through some search process. If you are surreptitiously being recorded, I have a different thought on that. But, you know, everybody, I guess maybe not everybody. Well, let me just say this. When we get calls from folks in jail, clients or otherwise, people looking for lawyers or maybe just looking to chat because they're bored, uh, it says you are receiving a call from a correctional facility or an inmate at a correctional facility. Do you accept the call? Now, that's the collect version. And everybody knows, and it's sort of announced, that that is being recorded. 
There's usually a little breaks in it. Yeah. Every couple minutes you hear, this is being recorded yeah, from yeah, a, yeah. yeah. It, there's no secrets that it's being recorded. Now, it still surprises me to no end oh, on man. an ancillary matter. How many times I get the evidence after I've told my client, hey, guy, don't talk on the phones to your gal or your mom yeah, or your dad or me about stuff going on in your case. Or your that, partner. Or your partner. Or what's going to happen is they're going to send. I, t- I have the same conversation. Say, but hey, I called on somebody else's bracelet. Right. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> they're going to, like, dude, they are going to send me a shiny round disc called a DVD. And now I can even get it by email on the, or by, on the clouds. I don't even need a shiny round disc. And it's going to be a whole list of all your calls that you have made and the code that you think you are so slick about employing to hide what you're really talking about is not that slick. It's very obvious you are trying to talk about stuff in your case, by code or telling people to go buy, Shoot sell the moon. Food. Shoot mm-hmm. the moon. There's the always moon. money in the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, or even worse, when they don't even hide it, they're just talking because they, they just can't help themselves, right? And they're like, oh, I know, I know, but, you know, they're not going to know. Like, yeah, they know, and once you come in the office, we'll uh, we'll listen to it together. Oh, I've seen the Datelines, the 2020s, oh, yeah. and they just sit in there and they're playing it out, and <clears> they <throat> let it go on. You know, like, oh, you should give him more minutes. Let, let him, oh, yeah. Like, let, let him talk. Just, let him keep going. Oh, yeah. You have earned extra time on the phone. <laughs> yeah, you're such a great guy. We figured uh, you'd sit here all day if you want. We're finding out all kinds of new things about you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so China has a new terrifying next-gen hypersonic rail gun. Apparently it's been spotted on one of their warships at sea. I read this article. I still don't know what a rail gun. I mean, I really don't know what a rail gun is. It's an electromagnetic catapult designed to hurl projectiles at extremely high rates of speed. Now, how's that better or more dangerous? I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm not being a smartass. I just don't know. How's that better or more dangerous than like a warhead that you shoot at somebody and it blows up? Well, I would imagine that they could shoot warheads with that. Well, it sounds like maybe they can be more precise. Well, there was a 2017 article in Popular Mechanics suggesting that the weapon may never see combat due to problems with the technology as constructed and that it does not lead to a, quote, combat-ready system. The U.S. Navy system, which designed by somebody. Um, Did you say they're throwing an electromagnetic current out? No, it's an electromagnetic gun that shoots projectiles. Like the elevators they have on, on a carrier. Yeah, it's like a the rail. elevators, like when you're going to bring up a jet, you know, they got an elevator yeah. bringing it up. Those are done with electromagnetic. That's, there's, you know, I mean, back in the day, I'm sure that there was, you know, there, you know, it was like a jack and there was, you know, I mean, high, but there's an electrical current running through it. But, and then like in Dubai, they got those huge skyscrapers, the elevators that are put in there are done with magnet. That's why they can go like at a a huge rate of speed. Yeah, the super train. You know, think about how a floating, yeah, like a super train. Superconductors, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're floating on, you're floating on air, essentially. So you could literally just push it and you're defying gravity. So here's the rub on this thing. Apparently, by carrying a railgun, military forces would not need to transport explosive propellants or warheads, making the warship safer. I suppose what that means, if you're hit with something, you're not going to blow up. But even then, I would think that we have some safeguards against that. So it's like, how many explosions do we hear about where stuff is blown up? And I'm not, maybe this exists, or maybe this is this is real, but where you think, oh man, another explosion, they were carrying explosives. It's like, I've never heard that. But anyway, the railgun could hit targets approximately 125 miles away. And the Chinese, or the China's People's Liberation Army hopes to have its Navy equipped with the next generation weapon as soon as 2025. Now, it's, it, I guess it troubles me on some sense that I'd like to be the first. I think our country would be the first with such an awesome rail gun, but. Chinese got it. I'm sure we've got something better than a rail gun. Did, they, did Trump talk about that at the... Uh, about rail guns? About rail he guns. did not bring up rail guns. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Maybe did Pelosi have to did not get your tweet. Well, what about given rail guns? Given Trump's history, if the rail gun debate starts, I think his response will be, Are I got a bigger, bigger rail gun. Or yeah. I have a bigger rail gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you tell Trump, I got a bigger rail gun than you, Donnie, he ain't going to be cool with that. He's, people are going to get fired, and we're going to have the biggest rail gun ever created. Forget the wall. Rail guns. He transitions right. to the rail gun to spend the money on. He's going to say, yeah. all right, I will back off on the wall if you give me a rail gun. 
I think that's how it's going to go down. So on more serious news, this uh, did you see the there was the shooting down in Alabama? We got to talk about that, I suppose. Do we have time to talk about that? Well, I don't know. Hold on. We can just give it a quick little. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. Uh, so this was the shooting at the mall around Thanksgiving time uh, at the Galleria Mall. Uh, Alabama police officer justified was found justified in the fatal Thanksgiving shooting. This was the attorney general decided this. And uh, before we started recording today, I read this article, uh, Jared and I did. And, uh, you know, it's sort of a sad state of affairs here. It's like you almost feel like, and, and nobody's ever going to be happy with this. Like if you indict this cop for shooting the guy, do you know the facts, Jeff? Not really. All right. So this is the one where there was a, there was a active shooter situation. In the mall? In the mall. And the kid was running away? Here's what happened. The actual shooter did not get shot by the police. The police shot the guy who shot the shooter mistakenly okay because he had a firearm when they got there yeah okay and uh the police sort of you read all the statements of the witnesses etc that were included in this attorney general's report and you know if you you believe the police and and sort of what was presented here which maybe maybe true maybe not you know they, they they come up on a guy who is running towards people who are obviously shot or one guy and another guy who's helping him who was obviously shot and uh, he's running at them approximately 10 feet away with a handgun in his hand. Uh, they fired their weapons. I guess it was three shots and uh, the guy and killed the guy. Mm. So sad. You know, it's sad. Oh, it's, it's, a, like, it's a sad story. It, it, it is. And the, the whole you read the whole thing and it's longer than what he just abbreviated there to go through it. And at the end, it's like we had talked about that and carrying concealed. Yep. Is the last thing that I want when there's an active shooter and police haven't arrived yet is a gun in my hand. Yeah. Because how are they to know? You right. know what I mean? And it's not right. black, white, red, blue. It's a man with a with a gun. That's mm. you, if you see if there's an active shooter, you come on the scene and there's a man when with I a gun. When I read this story too, did he have similar build and make well, as no, to the person that I, I was actually Even if he did, the these the cop who pulled the trigger would not have known. Because okay. uh, they they ran up on this chaos. Gotcha. And, they didn't get but they a had a full blown trial. They, he was charged uh, criminally, and they had a full blown trial. No, 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 no. That was the other thing that happened here. It was just their state attorney general down there issued a report that said we are not going to charge. They did a full blown investigation. They interviewed witnesses. They they uh, retrieved all the surveillance videos that were available. So this was a civil suit. No, 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 no. It was an investigation. Oh, that they just closed. Okay. They didn't. They didn't present it to the grand jury. Their their gotcha. process. They declined to indict him or declined to even present it to the grand jury. Uh, there's going to be people up in arms. It's going to be a mess. I guess what we're going to hear about is maybe racial bias or inherent bias. Like maybe the cops just inherently thought, subconsciously or otherwise, that because the guy was African American, that he might be the one that, or he was the so one. These that were all shoot. white officers on a. I believe it was a, a black, white like on a black victim. shooting. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. But it wasn't a white on black, or it wasn't a cop on black shooting, like at a police stop. Right. Uh, right, know, there's it, more to he it. He was an enlisted man as well. I don't know if he was still active. Or he was in military. He, yeah, yeah he was, you know, he was military. And it's, it's a horrible story. It is. And when it comes down to it, you hear stories about this, or you hear shootings or attack stories, and sometimes I'll hear people talk, and they're like, oh, I would have done this, and I would have done that. And I'm always in my mind like, no, you wouldn't have. And whenever you're in that situation, you have a weapon, you still have the fight or flight. Yep. Once you choose the fight, you are now involved in that person's fight. So now the people that were coming, are you're involved in it. You know, you're, you are. So depending on the time, you get officers that are called, active shooters, they come onto the scene, you've got a gun, you are in a serious situation. And mm-hmm. I think it was it... Uh... And not that he, you know, I mean, maybe he could have thought to put it down. But, I mean, but there's a lot going on. Active shooter, I do believe it was his friends that got shot, mm-hmm. you know. So he's he, that's why he was running to his friend with the gun mm. out because his friend just went down. Man. Now, police officers come around the corner, active shooter, the adrenaline's going, things are flashing, yep. and from both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a horrible story. If, if you read this well, with, kid- without, any, without any facts pertaining to race, uh, it sort of makes it, it makes sense that it could happen. It, you know, it just does. I mean, to me, and maybe I'm wrong. If but you it, told it, the story, yeah. shooter A, shooter, shooter B, B, yeah, officer. Yeah. You know what I mean? One, two, and three. It just yeah. goes from a hero. Yes, you know what I mean. Totally. To such a tragedy. But that's one thing that people always have to put into their mind. 
This morning I was listening. Steve was on on the show on on the on the, on the Blitz. The Blitz. And uh, he's sitting there, and one girl said they were talking about guns, and she was like, "Well, it's it's just a twenty-two, you know, like I it, like like it would hardly kill anything." And I was thinking to myself, "It's not just a twenty-two; yeah. it's a gun, and that's like BB guns." I'll, whenever you hear a report, if there was a shooting involved with a cop that shot somebody that had a, a BB gun, a, a pistol BB gun looks and a people always say they look like a gun. I think it needs to change that is a gun yes that is a gun and it can kill it can kill people it can kill a squirrel it can kill it, you know what i mean and I, if you took that gun brandished it at a uh, convenience store and said give me all your money it will be treated in the law as if it were a real gun it'll be treated like a uh, firearms you'll get you'll get charged with a firearm spec if they can't actually find it and test it so there's even uh, case law in some jurisdictions that if you just put your hand in your pocket yeah and act like your finger's a gun they can add a gun specification to well, it. Well, and we have a guest coming. We haven't aired it yet, but there's a guest coming up on one of these shows, uh, Derek DeBross, who talked about, he and I engaged in a little bit of dialogue about whether brandishing a gun or showing a gun is, is legally treated as a show of deadly force that requires deadly, or that requires justification for the show of deadly force. In other words, if you just pull your gun and show it to somebody and say, you better run, dude, because I got a gun, then in theory... You have to do that only, or you can do that only in response to a threat of death or serious bodily harm yourself. So mm. uh, there's, a, and like you said, Jared, a 22 will kill you. Uh, a 22 will get you shot if you show it. A BB gun will kill you if used correctly. And we'll, I mean, it would be harder, but it could be done probably, I imagine. And, uh, you know, even blank guns, you hear about people dying with blank guns, playing games with them. So uh, it, it's, it's dangerous business. And, I, and maybe the takeaway if you're carrying a gun around and you, you draw your weapon and use it, it's like if you get into the fight, there's going to be more fight than just that one right there. There is going to be, a, you know, there's and, you know, who knows what anybody else would have done in that situation. And it's a horrible situation. He, yeah. You know, it's just I guess if you shoot a shooter, put your gun down. Well, and that's, you know, put, here's what, put here's, it down. Here's what people are going to say. Why did he still have his gun? Why? Out? Because he did once again, I can defend him. Why for not putting it down? Does yeah. he know that this is the only guy? Does yeah. he have another trench coat buddy around the corner? Yeah. Well, he's military. You he know, went into military he's, mode. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's part of it as well. And he, you yeah. get that tunnel vision when you're, and again, Derek was talking about this too, from his military experience, like actual military experience, you get a certain tunnel vision when that adrenaline starts coursing through your veins that really precludes you from making or from really seeing things around you. And the idea, I think, genetically speaking, would be that we have to channel our energy on the threat right in front of right. us, and the rest of it becomes clutter. And, you know, I've been in that mode, either in a fist fight or something else, and people say, I don't know, it's like I was in a dream, or it just sort of happened. And then you realize you have to go back later and try to 48 hours, together. I do believe, is what he said there. That's what they yeah. hold off for, like, police officers that are involved in a shooting. They go sit down, go home, take yeah. a shower, eat a cheeseburger. And we'll see you in 48 hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you eat a cheeseburger, I like it. <laughs> From where? Even Wild Bill came in and said, remember, we, I was asking him about the fights and when he got, he goes, I don't remember anything once I get in there. Like it just, he's, you know, the adrenaline's oh, there, yeah, he's Bill focused. Yeah, yeah he was just like, I don't remember anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that, um, that's a sad story. I think it probably deserves a little bit of follow-up, maybe a little bit more attention yeah. on our end. But uh, here's my, a couple lawyer talk type takeaways. First, I have uh, I've actually spoken at different CCW or carrying concealed handgun classes, uh, and I always tell people watch out for. Uh, don't think that just because you have this, you're not going to be charged with a crime. You're always going to have to defend yourself for, even if it's self defense. You you you've got that obligation. The second thing now, I think we have to keep in mind is you too have, like you said, Jared, you put yourself in the fight. You've subjected yourself to repercussions, perhaps beyond your initial contemplation. So, it is a chaotic situation. Treat it that way, and we will lay that one to rest for now. Corey Booker, one. he's kicking off there. He's uh, was he from New Jersey? I do believe Senator. Yep, Senator from uh, New Jersey. There, uh, he's campaigning there, running the twenty twenty. He started his off by saying, "Let's legalize weed." He's going for the stoner. Legalize that green. He's like, "Let's get it going." And uh, he doesn't realize that those people forget to vote. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. My Birkenstock is, is broken, and I just, you know. Is this election day? <sighs> Can I do it online? Bruh. Man, we'll do it on the way to get the beer. Were they say, was there a debate this week between Democrats and Republicans for trying to make election day a federal holiday? And I think the debate was that the Democrats would get more votes because if people had off work, they would go and vote, and that's why they're losing some votes. Seriously, I think that was just discussed this week. I haven't heard about this, but if so it's a hold. national holiday, how is anybody working the polls? Well, I mean, obviously, you got to make an exception. Like Thanksgiving. For, I, mean, the, yeah, I went to Walmart on Thanksgiving. Look, it's all about the money. I'd Look, if somebody were paying me like triple time to go work the polls on some Trump national did. holiday, I'd be there. I'd take that job. What, to just work the polls? Yeah, you go BS with people, give them donuts, have some coffee, hang out. Yeah. Try to get an idea. Slap that little, uh, it always reminds me of an eight-track player. You know, when you go to the voting booth and they... I I know, but I'm trying to monetize it. You'll make sure there's no no hanging chads. By the way, the the election contraptions, they just seem like, (laughs) they just seem so technologically (laughs) primitive. It just seems like even even the ours, push ours got a little card yeah out there and like even those, you put like, you put put it in there with the chip kind of looks like the chip on your new credit card and you go through and then at the end they'll print a ballot for you. It just looked like these guys were carrying around the things and it looked like an Atari an old Atari twenty six hundred game. I remember when we voted before and you had the it was like a key. You know I mean it was like it had like a plastic a handle on punch it punch thing and it was a whole punch thing. Yep. And you put your sheet in and then you punch it and then it got dropped into the box. That's what screwed up the hanging chad, right? I do mm-hmm. believe those were the hanging chads. People weren't getting the full push. Yeah. Or maybe they did twice. You know, like, oh, I'll vote for him and him. Yeah, but you shouldn't be able to do that. I don't know. I, I don't think, but, but if you're just punching holes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should do away with that system. But I like do something to be hacked by the Russians. I like this idea, though. I mean, why wouldn't you just go pander to the pot vote? There's a photo of him here. He looks happy. I mean, he really oh, yeah. he looks excited. He looks, hey! he looks big. He looks like a comedian. He does, he does look he's, like a comedian. Like he does. He, well, every yeah. time I see him, I saw him. I saw him last night. He was sitting there. He had a smile on, even though he, he's not. He's not the biggest Trump fan. I don't believe. I don't believe that him and Trump are eye to eye. Yeah, um, imagine. There's a few people that aren't, but well, maybe Trump will. There's start a lot of Dems throwing their hat in, man. They got. Oh man, they're gonna have a goodness. Gonna, we're gonna have a there's ring. Be like 50 people in this thing. I mean. It's got to get thinned out somehow. I saw old Sheriff Brown there. He was sitting right next to old Harris. Yeah, he's waiting she, back. Well, that's why I wondered. He was sitting there. I was like, is he going to, is he going to, let's say that Harris was, she was. Are you get, accusing him of making a move on Camilla? On Ocasio-Cortez? No, not Cortez. You're talking about Camilla. On, on, on Harris. Harris is Camilla Harris? Yes. Oh, Camilla Harris, yeah. 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 She yeah. threw her hat in. She's going to do running. They were sitting there. I seen some video. They were looking buddy-buddy. You got Maybe the, you might uh, want to get on the ticket. Ooh. You got old Philo be Beto. Like this. He's like, little hey, vase. looking I'll for the vase. I'll spot. vice it up. A little vice. Yeah. You, you got old Philo Beto, whatever his name down in Texas. He's the vice president. What's his name? Bello Beto. Yeah, Beto. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I like keep him. saying Philo Beto. That's uh, any which way you, every which way, any which Beto? way you can. Yeah. Beto. Beto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember the Clint Eastwood movie? Every which way but loose. I don't think I've seen that one. I think his name was Philo Beto. You never seen that one where he drives left around with Clyde. the he drives around right. with the orangutan in his you car. You don't, you've never seen it. What is Bro, it? Gonna, Say it again. He fights Tank Murdoch in the in the. Uh, he, 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 Clint Eastwood is a, is a is a fighter, like a street fighter. All right, no, so he goes around. He's got his crew. and He's got this orangutan, Clyde, and so right turn, Clyde, you know, or tear it down, Clyde. Because he had a junkyard. Yeah. Remember, he, the, Clyde would go out there and rip the bumpers off and stuff like that. Yeah. And if he said he could or punch people. Like right turn, I've never seen this. Men punch somebody. Yeah. So, oh man, the yeah. fight, the, the end fight in it is Tank is, Murdoch. I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you should watch it. My, I, I Any made my which kids way watch it. But lose. And then they came up with every which way you can. It was El Sandra Locke was in it as the sort of the protagonist love interest of Philo Beto. Clint yeah. Eastwood's Philo still kicking man. Bum, bum, bum. Isn't he like ninety? He did that. And movie. he has a movie, a new movie out. I saw that. At which the one, theaters. the Mule or a different the Mule? One? The Mule was it good? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. it was, yeah. yeah, it was good. He he does. He's like ninety. Yeah. Damn. Last time I went to movie theater, I saw The Founder. Oh What's yeah, that? Ray Kroc. That's, that's Ray Kroc. McDonald's story. And oh had, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was really. It was a good film. I, it, I think it's it on, cracked me up as I sat there. I mean, Shorty looked around. I saw the crowd that was going out for the bustling Saturday night theater. 
uh, to see the founder of McDonald's. Um, they were going to we're eat. middle-aged. Did we're, you go we out? We were the youngest. You know, that, slam that a, were in there. You slam a Big Mac? I did. I, we did got you? Done. I had, After yeah, you had to yeah, go? I had to go. I had to go get the Big Mac. <laughs> I, I think Michael Keaton, I don't know what's happened to him. But he did good in it. Like, it was, I mean, if you haven't seen it, that was, it was a good movie. I mean, it's got history. It's got, it's got a good story. Yeah, and uh, I'd heard it before and told before, and they do follow ups. Then I, it was I, I. I rated it thumbs up. Did yeah. you get your Starbucks on the way? Because uh, what's his name Schultz from Starbucks throws his hat in the ring too. Back to the Democratic candidates. Oh yeah, or, uh, independent. No. I guess. There's people independent. like yeah, independent. There's people like going anti Starbucks now, right? I mean, the Dems are pissed. They Michael are Moore pissed. Is like bandit quick. I had Starbucks the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then yeah, you know, he, he. I've heard him talk. He's he makes sense. Said some stuff that I thought made some sense. The yeah. Dems hate him. I, I, I think he's going to hurt the Democrats, I think, more than he would hurt a Trump campaign, but who knows. They're saying he's going to split the Democrat votes and, and divide, sort of like what happened to um, back when Ross Perot ran. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Old Ross. All right. So that is the news, I believe, here on Lawyer Talk Extra Extra. Hear all about it. I think uh, we have given you the most important stories of our time, at least for now. And uh, we will, we're not done, though. We got plenty of more news episodes to come. Just tune in every single Friday. These are the Friday drop, right away drop. None of this editing from from uh, the secret studio. These are going out uh, in real time. So this is Lawyer Talk Extra Extra, bringing you the news of February 8, 2019, uh, off the record, on the air until now.